Big Ten fans, welcome back to the Halloween edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Michael Chen. Give me a follow on Twitter at MFC2123. It is Halloween, October 31st, 2019, and yesterday was an interesting day for the Big Ten. And interesting is because you saw Michigan recruit J.D. Johnson retire from the game. And although it is not surprising that Johnson retired from the game, because what happened with Johnson has been known since he was 12. He's had a heart condition, and unfortunately, when Johnson went in and he had a prerequisitioned surgery when he turned 18 to fix his heart issue. Uh, unfortunately for Johnson, the doctors, when they discovered that they couldn't correct it, uh, that he would be at risk if he would get hurt for rupturing his aorta. So therefore, he went on Twitter and retired from the game uh it's unfortunate i was actually a fan of johnson's he was wasn't the star of the netflix show qb1 but he was a big portion of it as they focused on quarterback spencer rattler who ultimately went to oklahoma uh, and is now sitting behind jalen hurts but johnson was his backup and you, know, you got to see the relationship between the two of them and you kind of got to like Johnson because he was a no-nonsense young man, really put in the work, and seemed like he was a very good player as well. Uh, unfortunate for Michigan, but Jim Harbaugh did the stand-up thing. He has told Johnson that he will honor the scholarship, obviously not in a playing manner. Johnson will be helping the team out in some sort of coaching capacity, I think that is absolutely awesome. I think that's that's great, uh, and I think that ultimately this is a, it's it's telling for the Michigan program and how they run things because not a lot of teams would have upheld a scholarship like that. But hats off to Michigan for realizing that it's not just all about football, and football is part of life, but. Life is bigger than football, and this is exactly a great instance of that. Yesterday, there was news came out about why defensive lineman for Illinois, Lear Oladipo, has been suspended. The Twitter account for a f young female, I'm not going to put her name because I, I don't think that, although she did and she went out there and did it, uh, I'm not going to. Uh, she put her story out there uh, about how Oladipo was, they were dating, and she found out that Oladipo was cheating on her with multiple other women. She wanted to break up with him. Uh, he domestically abused her, uh, made her stay, uh, held her captive for a period of time and it's just it's unfortunate uh, because these kind of situations when the actual truth comes out and I can't see why she there's she's got nothing to really go after about this aside from the truth 
and it's just unfortunate when you see things like this. Uh, if I'm the University of Il Illinois, I am going quickly and getting Oladipo out of my school. He has had a past uh, accusation of domestic battery uh, stemming from last year. And I think this is enough is enough. Uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. And there's a fire going on over here. If this was a one-off, uh, obviously something not happening last year with Oladipo, then I think that you might be able to move on. But enough's enough. It's time for Illinois to make a move. Get rid of Lear Oladipo. I don't care about football. I care about the safety of the students in this situation. It's time for Oladipo to not be part of the University of Illinois football team. He's got to go. He has to go. Some good news for Iowa's Nate Stanley. He made the finalist for the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award. It's given out to the nation's best on and off the field fourth-year or fifth-year senior quarterback. I don't think Stanley's going to win this award. Uh, I don't think that there's many other options for the Unitas Award. Uh, I think that Stanley is a great representative of the university. Uh, I just don't see him on the field playing as well as the other nominees, the other nine nominees, the other nine finalists to win this one. So congratulations to Stanley on becoming a finalist, but I highly doubt that he is going to win it. More QB notes as well. Uh, Michigan State obviously has had some issues with quarterback play recently. Brian Lewerke uh, hasn't really panned out. They've, they've struggled since Connor Cook went on to the NFL. They added Noah Kim yesterday from Virginia to their 20 class. Now, Kim was previously committed to Virginia Tech. What worries me is that that was Kim's only other Power 5 offer. He's 6'2", 180 pounds. It's a little small for me. But, again, I'm big on offer lists. And, yeah, he's an in-state guy, so maybe not a lot of schools have seen Kim. But, to me, when you, th when you see just two power five offers and you know even if it was just a, a virginia maybe a east carolina so, something smaller you know a team that has previously played well but there wasn't so that worries me a little bit uh, i guess we'll see what kim turns out to be when he gets to east lansing but uh, if i'm michigan state uh, i'm looking for something else there's got to be an Ohio quarterback that they're a little bit more familiar with that they like better or, uh, you know, somewhere in, in state, in the region, because that's, that's the one thing that I think that they're missing. They have an elite defense. Mark D'Antonio does a really good job in putting together that. I mean, you know, you have Raycon Williams and Kenny Willekes, Joe Bocci. There's plenty of talent on the defense. The issue is on the offensive side. You've seen multiple transfers on the offensive side leave. So obviously there's something going on. There's a discord between the coaches and the players. And I think that this is the one position that they have struggled at. They haven't had that difference maker. 
They haven't been able to recruit it, and I'm not sure if Kim is that difference maker. Jerry Palm is ahead of the college football playoffs first rankings, which is going to come out on Tuesday. It's going to be a very interesting day. He's projecting how that will pan out. We'll start off with the lowest-ranked Big Ten team. You have Minnesota at 19. I'm a little bit questioning this one because you have an Iowa 18, Michigan 14, Wisconsin 13, and those teams have two wins. Uh, I'm sorry, two losses. Minnesota's undefeated. I get that Minnesota really hasn't played a tough schedule, but I, you'd have to think that they would be given a little bit more respect than being behind multiple two-loss teams inside the, the same conference. Uh, in the top four, you have Penn State, fourth. I like this. I'm really high on Penn State. I have been all year. Uh, I predicted them winning the conference at the beginning of the year. I might be wrong about that because what Ryan Day's done with Ohio State has been absolutely fantastic. The seamless transition between him and Urban Meyer has been just wow. And they are ranked number one. So that game that they're going to play in the second last weekend of the year, Penn State traveling to Ohio State, that might be the new Big Ten game of the year. As long as Penn State takes care of business, they do play Minnesota in that between those. So it'll be interesting. I think that there's still a lot of football to be played. There's a lot of upsets that are going to happen as well. So this will be interesting to see. But Jerry Palm likes the Buckeyes and the Nittany Lions inside the top four. Look at that. The Big Ten. Getting two teams inside the projected top four. Now, this is obviously not the final standings, but nice to see the conference represented very well as the SEC has been the only conference so far in the college football playoff era to put two teams into the playoff. And the conference has been, the Big Ten at least, has been left out the last two years. So nice to see a little respect for the conference. Good news, bad news situation on the hoop side for the Hawkeyes coming out news yesterday looks like Iowa guard the oft injured Jordan Bohannon he's going to play in the exhibition game that they're going to have and this is huge news for Bohannon because everything that we were told prior to the season was he's rehabbing he's doing well he's doing some on-court activities hasn't really practiced with the team now news comes out that Bohannon's going to try and go, make a go with it on the exhibition game. The, the exhibition game, I think, is a huge spot for Bohannon because if Bohannon's able to play, play injury-free, no pain, I think he'll actually play this season. The, the plan was to make sure that Bohannon was 100% healthy to get through the full season, and this is a step in the right direction for Bohannon. So there's a possibility that you could see Jordan Bohannon playing for the Hawkeyes this year, hopefully injury-free, and finishing out his senior year. The bad news. Forward, Cordell Pemsel is going to miss the first two games of the season due to a operating while intoxicating incident that he had earlier this year. Uh, it seems like a, an okay penalty. I might have given him an extra game, 
but I think that's nitpicking. Just come on, guys. Everybody. Doesn't matter who you are, whether you're an athlete or not, with rideshare apps, it's so easy not to drink and drive anymore. It is so easy. Stop doing it. Doesn't make sense. One last note on the hardwood. Uh, Illinois had a scrimmage versus South Carolina. Uh, obviously, undisclosed scrimmage, no score was kept, but Brad Underwood uh, coming out of it was pretty happy with the way his team performed. And Ohio State smoked Cedarville in their exhibition game. Again, these exhibition games don't count. There's nothing to them. They're playing D2, D3 schools that are local that just get a chance to get into a Big Ten environment, play the team, and get to see the city, etc. A little payout for those schools as well. So uh, good to see the teams kind of facing off against other players that don't wear the same uniforms that they're you know, not they don't recognize their faces kind of go through mock preparations for games so i think those are important so uh, good to see that the big 10 conference as a whole has done well in those games so far that's going to do it for me this morning on your big 10 morning minutes i appreciate the listen give me a follow on twitter at mfc2123 follow the website as well at two cents pods like us on Facebook, it's Two Cents Pods over there. Rate us, review us, and share us on all of your listening platforms. Happy Halloween, Big Ten fans. Talk to you tomorrow.